Go home. Go home. Go home. and welcome to episode 93 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Albyshocker. Brian, yo, how you doing today? I'm good. What's up? Brian, we're here. We got a new episode of the Go Home Show. It's number. It's the 93rd episode. <clears throat> Who knows what happens in the next seven? And then what? We get to triple digits. What does that mean? Who even know? Who even know? And that's the kind of insight you can expect from tonight's show. It's going to be red hot with analysis. Great. It's going to be something else. It's, it's going to be star-studded. There's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we really like to have fun on this podcast. We like to have fun. This is kind of like the mid-card mm-hmm. of a uh, professional wrestling podcast, which is to say uh, we do a good job and we like to have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just like getting out there and having fun. Yeah. Uh, you've seen it all before. And then we just like having fun. Yeah, we just we really enjoy having fun. Yep. And uh, and we call our uh, finishing move the rear view. That's what we call it. That's the fun part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, how's your week of professional wrestling been? Jam packed. Jam packed. And I don't mean that like oh man yeah jam packed. I mean like there was like a lot. Mm-hmm. going on this week of wrestling. There was a lot going on. Uh, we had a pay per view. We had NXT, Mm -hmm. we had Raw, uh, we also had some ROH that we watched, and there's just a lot been going on. Uh, Big surprises and all sorts of debuts and all sorts of things going on, news from all over the world. Uh, But it's it's all been very exciting, and uh, this is the 93rd episode. Yeah, I can't believe we've done that many. Lucky 93. Yeah. That's what they call it. Mm -hmm. Old Lucky 93. Uh, Brian, do you think this will be... A good episode? It's hard to say. It is. It's hard to say what it is I see in you. Wonder if I'll always be with you. That's a song by Sister Hazel. A little bit of singing on this podcast. Brian, go ahead and sing a song. Um, go ahead. I'm trying to think of a Steely Dan song. Don't have, don't have to be Steely Dan. Could be anything. Go ahead. Go ahead. Any song that you want to sing. Do you, uh, do go ahead. Uh, I don't know the Spanish words for the Macarena, but that was the first song that came to my head. Hey, Macarena. The first song that came to your head was the Macarena, yep. which you don't know any of the words uh-uh. to. I, I could, said, I can pretend to know the words. That's some cool. Go ahead. I like that you started making up words and then eventually <laughs> just went, you just went to noises. That's just what I normally sing when I hear the song. I guys, you know, <laughs> you know, you know when you hear the macarena and you're trying to sing along with it. That's me. Yep. So this, this, and more '90s stand-up bits on the '93rd episode of the Go Home Show from the year 1993. <laughs> I Brian, sing any song. Yeah, I don't know the words to this one. All right, cool. Where? Well, there are. Literally every other song mm-hmm. in the world yep. that you might know words to. Yep. What's going on by Four Non Blondes? Nope. Burning up by Kylie Minogue. Uh, yeah, temperature by Sean Paul. Yeah. Uh, safety dance. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just naming songs. 
Sarah Smile by Hall and Oates. I don't know that one. I like. I'm just saying these are all other songs. Oh yeah. Hey Brian, do you watch the ROH main event? <laughs> this could be a good episode. It already is. Oh fuck. Um, the we watched some ROH. We saw uh, the Young Bucks versus the Kingdom versus Red Dragon in the uh, Triple Threat Tag Team main event in a Philly street fight. What did you think of that match? Oh my god. I I kept hounding you, please watch this, please watch this, please watch this. And there was a reason. If you haven't, please watch this. How good is it? It's so good. I mean, it's the Young Bucks, it's it's just everything that I love about wrestling, Mm -hmm. in terms of just it being a fun wrestling match, good spots, a lot of good story, Mm -hmm. great team, great characters, uh, I, ROH is really coming back in a in a I feel like in a really really good way. Like I, they and and the thing is they've been back. Like mm-hmm. they they've been doing really really well. Mm-hmm. It's just that the in, there's certain indie talent that's real hot right now that they have their hands on and and it's really cool to see. They have a lot of talent again. They have a lot a lot of talent. This is kind of like the third renaissance of of indie wrestling mm-hmm. that we're we're seeing right now and it's really exciting because yeah. you're you're getting like a lot of like. Veteran guys mixed with, like, a lot of, like, really young guys, and tag team wrestling is back in, like, a really fun way, which you, we haven't seen a lot of um, no. in, like, recent years, and, and indie tag wrestling is, like, a blast. Yeah. Um, harkens back to kind of, like, 80s southern wrestling. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. I miss I miss wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your favorite spot in that match? Uh, When they just get super... Kicking everyone. I love when they were super kicking them over the, the announce table. When when Adam Cole goes to hide behind Kevin Kelly, and then I think Matt Jackson goes to kick Adam Cole and just lays out Kevin Kelly. He lays out Kevin Kelly, and then <laughs> Mr. Wrestling number three, who is Steve Carino in a mask, and makes <laughs> no, no effort to hide the fact. Uh... It's super kick. The crowd goes, oh, silence. Super kick. It's so good. That was was my favorite. It's so fun. It's so fun. The shopping cart super kick was probably Mm -hmm. like my favorite. And then when Bobby Fish was on the apron and then gets booted off and falls through the table, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't supposed to. He was just supposed to land on the table. And then from there, there's supposed to be a splash off the top rope down to the floor like like where the table is no fuck it just do it anyway bobby fish fell onto the table too hard it broke Mm -hmm. instead of falling onto like the apron and then rolling onto the table he just fell onto the table it broke and then nick jackson just went to the top rope and went fuck it yeah and dove love it incredible that that is what makes like indie wrestling so good Mm -hmm. is that there is oh here's the plan here's what we went for and, well, it's still going to look cool if I go from the top rope. That's oh, art. <laughs> it's so it's, good. It's art, and they wanted to do the best for, like, their art. And uh, mm-hmm. that's what you got in that match. I thought that was really incredible. Yeah. Um, really fun match. Really cool stuff. Um, if you're not watching ROH regularly, please do. Uh, it was something that we talked about discussing on this show, but now we're not going to have time. Yeah, because tonight, tonight is the night that Lucha Underground... Season two, premiere, El Rey Network. I'm going back and forth on it. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be. I'm just happy to have 
a whole new season and see where the story goes, that's all I am expecting. I just, I have such a high expectation for it and I don't want to. I want to have an expectation of like, oh, this is good. Mm -hmm. Or it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. I have an expectation right now of it's going to be incredible. And I need to like really dampen that. Yeah. Because going in with that expectation, I know I'm only going to be disappointed by whatever they give me because it's not just more of the same from the first one. Mm -mm. There's going to be little changes. There's going to be differences. And you're just going to go like, oh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Be that stuff. I think with Lucha Underground, mm -hmm. it's it's putting a different frame on what you're used to seeing. There are seasons. So that means that... Exactly. But... There's only one season, mm -hmm. and I don't know what it what happened season to season. Again, we're only going into the second season now. I don't know what a new season of Lucha Underground entails. It might be the same, but then completely different. Mm -hmm. You might have way more backstage stuff. You might have way less backstage stuff. Like, what I loved about Lucha Underground is that I thought it hit that middling of mm -hmm. giving you all, like, the backstage and all the in-ring. Like, it, it paced itself so well in, like, an hour-long show, mm -hmm. and can it do it again? That I I don't know. I assume. I, I think that because they have the luxury of shooting stuff in January that's going to air in May, mm -hmm. it they'll always be able to have that kind of like discretionary view of it. Like, hey, are we doing too much, too less? But ultimately what I, what I mean by like when I said that they were going into seasons is that in wrestling on TV that we're familiar with, it's continuous. 52 weeks a year, there's always programming, right. no matter what. Mm -hmm. There isn't really a structure to that mm -hmm. outside of, especially in WWE, outside of just show to show or, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, big event to big event. Mm -hmm. But with them, they really only have one big event, at least with the one season that they've had. Mm -hmm. So we can call that like a regular TV show, which means that they can build, which is what I'm hoping, they can just build a story... Start it kind of slow, set the foundation for what a season two is going to be like, like you would with any TV show, mm -hmm. and then, yeah, it'll be different, or yeah, we'll see some of the same things that we like, but I think that they're, that they've, they've earned a lot of credit that I'm, that I'm hopeful that they will know how to book a second season. I can understand that, and, and I do feel that way too. It's just going, having such a long break and a lot of up in the air type stuff where we didn't know if they were ever coming back or not, and then... Now they are, and they've already started taping, and like they're you know they they've taped stuff that's going to air like well into March. Mm -hmm. I assume they can do another television season, mm -hmm. but that's a lot of assumption put on a television program. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of shows that do one season, and you're like that was cool, and then the second season sucks. Yeah, Heroes is one of those shows, but I feel like we can be heroes just for, for one day. day. Uh, just for I, one season. <laughs> I feel <laughs> <laughs> that's what David Bowie was thinking when yep. he wrote that. The Black Star. Um, I feel like though, with Lucha Underground and the way that they that they did the last season, mm -hmm. and the fact that it is wrestling and still a kind of stage performance, mm -hmm. that it's gonna it's gonna still be good. It may not knock our socks off like. Lucha Underground season one did exactly, and that and that's fine. I'm not looking to have my. I'm not looking to see An Angelico jump off of the top of an office, thirty fucking feet in the air and land in the ring. Mm -hmm. I don't. Hey, I don't ever need to see that again. Angelico, be safe. Yep. 
But <laughs> I'm I'm excited about all the story around all of the matches. And I that's agree. what made yeah. the first season of Lucha Underground really exciting for me. Like, hey, there were great spots. Uh-huh. I mean, there was a there was a casket match. There were like that was a great match. There, we saw a guy through the go through like the top of a shed in like <laughs> that and was, die. That was awesome. Like we we saw the craziest stuff, but really, what made all of that cool was that it all had a substance to it. And everything had weight, and and, and I think that they can do that again. But yep. I just I don't want to be a wet blanket and go. I don't know, but that's me trying to temper my own expectation because if I go into it so excited, like, hey nerds, you know how you're excited about Deadpool. Like, I don't want to be that person. That's it. Mm-hmm. it I just don't want to... I don't want to put an unrealistic expectation on people who are trying their best to make something to entertain. Yeah. And I think you have to have a realistic expectation of, of what's doable and what's not. And if you go into episode one of season two of this show going, it's going to be fucking better than all the other episodes combined, I think you're going to be really disappointed. I agree. But if you go in going like, hey, you know what? There are episodes where it was a give and take, you know, things were good, things were bad. Excuse that, me. That that car outside was very excited about this conversation. Yeah. Uh, if you go into it having a tempered expectation of like, I, I think I know what I'm going to get, but maybe don't don't sit there on the edge of your seat the whole time and go, it's going to be great, it's going to be great, it's going to be great, it's going to be great. I think you'll have a good time. It, it's just, it's another season mm-hmm. of a TV show. And it's like the only TV show that I'm excited to watch. Absolutely. So, there you go. That's it. Uh, but now we're 15 minutes in, and we still have so much to talk about. We do. And Lucha Underground hasn't even debuted yet. So next week, we'll be... Um, are you going to have time? Yeah. I'm going to... I'll be Bri- at- Brian's going to Pack South. So c- come out to Pack South and say hi to mm-hmm. Brian. Um, I'm not going to be there. Uh, I think I was going to try to be in Southern Slam if I was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the, it's a number one contenders match to see who goes to Paxamania. Yeah. So, uh, I was going to try to be in that, but I couldn't. So instead I took a picture, tweeted that out. Yeah, it was a good picture. Oh, thank you very much. Who's a, who's a sleeveless vest, hooded, hooded sleeveless vest. Was that Keon's? It is a new thing that we're doing. At Razor? Uh-huh. I want one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I want to look like an asshole so oh, bad. I put it on and I just went, this feels like wrestling entrance gear and somebody said that's what it looks like and i went i'm the champ yep and i, and I grabbed my intercontinental title and i wore it all day <laughs> uh so there you go so uh southern slam down there at, at pack south brian's gonna be at pack south go uh go check out both things mm-hmm. stop by say hi to brian talk some wrestling uh you can talk to kevin about wrestling too but he won't know what the fuck he'll ask about emma yeah that's all he'll do please talk to kevin about wrestling <laughs> <laughs> so pack south is coming up so next week on the show NXT, Lucha Underground, Raw. Nice. That's, we're going back. That's tried and true, dog. Uh, that's our format. So. Straight up and down. Straight up and <coughs> northeast, southwest, making real ends meet, connecting real good. But, Brian, we have nixed. We do. Nixed from the 20th of January. Can't believe we're done with January. Oh, Jesus Christ. 2016 is going almost as fast as 2015, but not quite. Not 2015, yet. I felt like at this time in 2015, it was already like the middle of March. It was weird. I don't I don't know what happened to like the first nine months of last year, but mm-hmm. they were over before I even like blinked. Uh, Sami Zayn, what happened? Oh, is this what technically two years? What? Is what two years? This episode? 
Is it? I don't know. I, I, like, I, I feel like we Hey, started... you know what? Welcome to our two-year anniversary show. Fuck it. I don't know. It's, Ryan will tell us it's not technically two years. <laughs> Mr. Ryan will tell us that. It's our second anniversary. We're in our terrible twos. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> I don't care if it isn't our second anniversary. Ep- episode 93, second anniversary, the terrible twos. Welcome to the terrible twos. Uh, Sami Zayn, here's how terrible they are. I didn't take any X- NXT notes. Or uh, Don't worry. or notes for half of uh, half of uh, the pay per view. Me neither. So I did watch NXT though. Yeah. Sami Zayn comes out and he's gonna wrestle Adam Rose. Can you explain Adam Rose's gimmick to me on NXT? No, I can't. He's there. I all I wrote for this match was poor Adam Rose. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. He came, he came to NXT to job. To Sami Zayn, uh-huh. they could have brought, like, I don't know, any no-name person out. They could have brought somebody new in. Mm-hmm. Adam Rose is on the main roster with, like, a faction. Mm-hmm. Why is he here? Yep. Uh, Dr. Ryan said he's going to kill himself. Good. Brian, we have Finally. No, no. Who's gonna adjust me? Crack your crack your back in hell. <laughs> uh, Just kidding, love you, Ryan. Uh, Sami Zayn and Adam Rose. Uh, Apem Rose is in control for some of the match. Sami Zayn has a little bit of offense. Uh, it was mostly nothing. Yeah. Through the most like, and then all of a sudden, Sami Zayn is is gonna be in a triple threat main uh, number one contenders match against Samoa Joe and Baron Corbin, and I thought had the worst showing of all three of these guys. I agree. Um. I really don't think he needs to be in that program. His finisher, he just, the Koji clutch, he just locked in out of nowhere with no preamble whatsoever. Like, it was just, whoop, he did it. Okay. I mean, I know he uses a, like, he uses that submission, but when was the it last just, time he ever won with it? Yeah, but to, I'm saying to do that to Adam Rose of just like, oop, I surprised you with it, Adam Rose. It, it just, yeah. it struck me as, as like, that's not a decisive victory, and I felt like the other two victories were incredibly decisive. I agree. Um, so, I, I don't know. I thought that was just kind of like a... I don't even want to say an okay match. It was just kind of like there. I think, given the fact that he's been gone for so long and he's supposed to have ring rust, mm-hmm. I guess that's where that comes from. It's like, oh, well, he got lucky because he was able to get the Koji Clutch in. It's like, okay. But, I mean... That's I guess. Like, Is that how you're booking this? I, I mean... I, that's not what I like about Sami Zayn at all. So why are you giving me things to get me excited about this guy? That, I don't know. I that don't know. Aren't exciting about him at all. I don't know. It, it kind of bums me out. So I, I don't know. I just didn't like that. Um, I agree. Next was it like a promo? Probably. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Johnny Gargano promo. Which jo- is really Johnny awesome. Johnny Wrestling talking about what do you do when you confront a bully? You fucking punch him in the goddamn mouth. Fuck you. I'm Johnny Wrestling. I thought it was cool that they let him uh, go with the Johnny Wrestling uh, uh, moniker. I this thought... crowd was very tired. Yeah. Th- I think this was like the last of a lot of recordings. I agree. Tapings. They seemed exhausted. Um, oh, here. Ready for some NXT spoilers? I'm going to spoil some NXT stuff. I'm very sorry. Here it comes. Last chance. Three, two, one... Here's an NXT spoiler. At the next set of tapings, Austin Aries debuts in NXT, and that's fucking insane. What the fuck? Austin Aries 
Samoa Joe, and AJ Styles all wrestle for WWE. Yep. Daniel Bryan. That's four. four well, I guess ring. I guess AJ Styles was never a Ring of Honor champion. CM Punk was. Seth Rollins was. These guys are all former ROH champions. You're missing like a couple on there, but not a lot. Yeah. Holy Crazy. shit. Yep. So Austin Aries debuts in NXT. There you go. Spoilers over. There you go. So Johnny Wrestling is going to punch a bully in the mouth. <laughs> Next. Is it, uh, hang on, wait. Oh, yeah. Chaga and J. Joe are uh, coming up with a name for their team. And it's American Alpha or whatever. And Chad Gable says it and then goes, whatever, he's stupid. It doesn't even matter. He's dumb anyway, whatever. She's in Jordan. just goes, no, it's really cool. And he goes, yeah, that's why I said it, because I knew you'd like it. <laughs> I There's nothing I love more than, than the agreeable friend gimmick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I hate this. No, I love it. Oh, no, I was just messing with you. I was just testing you. Yeah, I love it, too. <laughs> there's nothing I love more than that. There, You were doing that bit on this show for, like, a while. Yeah, well, I got it from, from Derek. Yeah. It, it, oh, yeah, why don't you tell me your opinion first? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Did you like that match? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, I thought I it was really too. good. I'm glad you liked it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we both yeah, liked it. I liked it. You liked it, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, you didn't like it? No, I mean, I was. Just yeah, like, I didn't like it either. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> Agreeable friend. So now they're called American Alpha, <laughs> I guess, which is fine. They're, they'll be Chaga and JJ. That that's the yeah. best. Um, it seemed like they were in front of Universal Studios. <laughs> Did you feel that way too? <laughs> it felt like they were in front of the parking lot. <laughs> it was just like, it was just weird. Yeah. But I, I love, I love their dynamic. I think they work so well together mm-hmm. and they really do bring out the best of each other. Yep. It's so much fun to watch them. Um, Apollo Crews versus Perfect 10 Ty Dellinger. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of this match? I, I think that this match was a lot of fun and really exciting because even though Ty Dellinger loses almost every single match that he's in. Mm-hmm. He is so entertaining with his perfect 10 gimmick and that finisher that he has looks so I don't I agree. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to do, mm-hmm. but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. So I love it and in this match one of the things that I thought was great to note is that that Corey Graves is one of the best commentators. I was I was just about to say the same thing in this match Period. particular particularly in this match. He he is like he is everything I love about like Bobby the Brain Heenan. He's everything I love about like just Jerry the King. Any heel announcer, it, he's got it and it's so like it's so just yep. mm, it's so right there perfect and I love it. I want I want him to be on the main roster. I want him to be the voice of Raw. Like, he's so good. It, um, it's so nice also. Two-man call team. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom Phillips and uh, Corey Graves, I think they benefit from it being pre-taped, obviously. Sure. But, um, yeah, I think Corey Graves is really good in that role and doesn't harp too much on anything, but plays the heel so, like, vehemently that he does so well with it, and it's fun to watch and listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, talking about how Ty Dillinger is the perfect 10 because he does a cartwheel in the middle of a match. <laughs> so funny to me. Just focusing on the one thing that the heel says that he's good at, even though he doesn't live up to it, yeah. and pretending like he does, mm-hmm. 
is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy any time a heel is a hundred percent behind the heel, like in the match, mm-hmm. and just doesn't want to. Oh no! Well, I mean, yeah, but the good guy's cheating. What do you mean he's cheating? I look at him. He's like he's crying. Then he's he's a baby. <laughs> well, no, just a second ago you said he was he was cheating. Well, I mean, just look at how good he is. He's yeah. a perfect ten. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. You could you could show him stab. Corey Graves' daughter in the heart, if he had a daughter, and Corey Graves would be like, nah, he's still good. <laughs> that is the kind of heel announcer that I love. It's uh it's cool because I, I liked him as a wrestler. I thought he was fine. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked his persona. People said that he was kind of like CM Punk light. I right. guess. I mean I can I guess he had tattoos, and to most boring people that's uh that's a gimmick. But uh I, you know, I think he really found himself in this role where in wrestling, he was still kind of finding his niche and, you know, you know, like feeling out where he kind of belonged and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that he fit this mold really well. Great talker. Good look. Interesting personality. A, a guy who I think can be around for a long, long time. Yeah. So, um... He's, he's young. Like what I like about NXT is that it's very young Mm -hmm. Um, and not in a way where it's like, oh, we're young and we're trying to make it up. No, it, it's, it's young and a little bit cool. Yeah. Where, where raw is not. It's edgy. It's fresh. It's willing to take a risk. It's willing to be wrong and not in the way of like, oh, it's wrong because you made a mistake. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's well, it's willing to be a little campy Mm -hmm. and a little, yeah. Like a little nineties and like Ty Dillinger comes out and he never wins any matches and he calls himself the perfect 10. He has leather sleeves and pink glitter writing on his shirt. 10. And he <laughs> and just does 10. And, and the, the crowd worst is tear. And the crowd is doing it with him and it's great. Doesn't that remind you of like Al Snow who never won a match and was always oh, like could, a piece of shit? Like Ty, Ty Dillinger is the perfect 10 you could put into the Attitude Era and have Bob Hawley come out and kill. Yeah. That that's all. Yes, a hundred percent. It's a goofy character. Yeah, I'm the best. You don't win. Yeah, I'm the best. Yeah, I'm the perfect ten. Exa- yeah, it's that. It's great. Um, so Apollo Cruz wins with his uh, backdrop powerbomb thing. Other than that, uh, I mean, he hits like an enziguri, whatever. And I don't think there's much to this match. Um, Post match, he calls out or doesn't call out, but says, "Hey, uh, me and Finn Balor have met before, but I don't like the way that it ended. So I'd like to. I don't. I'm not looking for a title." No, no title match. I just want to wrestle against Will Balor. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, what was next? Backstage with uh, with Bamf. Oh yeah, Alexa Bliss saying like, "Hey, idiots! You dumb idiots! You're better than this. Why did you lose? Stop losing! I'm going to show you how it's done, and I'm going to win my tag match." That's pretty much the gist of it. Yep, she's uh, the best, and I love her. Yep, <clears throat> Baron Corbin. And Rich Swan. Rich Swan making yeah. his debut in probably the match of the night. Yeah. Um Rich Swan has never looked bigger and bear or smaller, and Baron Corbin has never looked bigger. The, uh Rich Swan is a it looked like a tiny little man. Yeah. And Baron Corbin looked like a huge giant dude. So Rich Swan has like bird wings on his tights, and everybody chanted all night long. And um it, he he just did like a whole bunch of like, you know running around and ducking and diving and kicks the leg. And then he hit, he got hit with a backdrop where he sold it with like a 450. And I like that Corey Graves didn't just come out and say like, he did a 450. It was, 
Baron Corbin hit that backdrop, and he, Rich Swan went about 450 degrees face first into the mat. And that's why Corey Graves is such I a like, good announcer. I like that a lot. Because um, that that is something that Rich Swan does. Mm-hmm. And then to bring it in in a way that's creative, it's like, oh, if you know, then you know. If you don't, then yep. here I'm introducing you to something that he can do. Yep. So Rich Swan, I thought, looked, looked good. And it's his debut. And then Baron Corbin won, not with the end of days, Mm-mm. but with Deep Six. Yeah. Which is like a like a swinging STO. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know what's funny? It's essentially uh, you know, it's like a boss man slam, but he kind of goes like a little bit bigger with it. Mm-hmm. And does he? He doesn't end in a backdrop, right? It's like an STO. Yeah. So it's the opposite of his finisher, right? I I noticed that too. Okay, good. But I didn't want to say anything uh-huh. because I wanted to make sure that you knew first. It, it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I noticed it too. No, I noticed it. Yeah, we both noticed it. I noticed it. I noticed it also. I noticed it also. Eric also noticed That's why we're friends. Um, I thought that that was a cool way. I like that he has kind of like that second finisher. Yeah, uh, and I and I actually appreciated that uh, that they gave Swan a near pole on Yep. It. I thought yep. that was cool. I thought that was neat. And Bailey and Carmella backstage doing a promo, Baymella. And then uh, the mechanics come up and talk shit to Carmella, and then Bailey holds her back and gives her a hug. I I love this cross between the men and women's wrestling in NXT, where it's not like there's this barrier where they never see each other, unless right. it's like, oh, you're a female ring manager, and then yeah, now you're involved. Right. I I love that she had given Bailey's given like uh, who was it in uh, in it was it Blake uh, Bailey to Belly. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, forgot about like that. way back when, when they when they had that match, like mm-hmm. that was cool when mm-hmm. when her title was stolen, and now this interaction with uh, with Carmella and everything, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's this is what would happen. Like these guys are pieces of shit, yep, and they're gonna go fuck with anybody who's involved with the people they don't like, yep. Love it. That's why I love this tag team. Yep. Uh, next we get it's Emma and uh, Alexa Bliss against Baymella. Uh, heat on Bailey for the whole match, and then Carmella does her thing, and then that that's the end. I mean, did you have any notes that were... I I wouldn't have booked this match this way just because I felt... Uh, I'm I'm nitpicking. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying I, I'm nitpicking. Okay. She's the champion. Uh-huh. I don't think that she should have been beat down for that long. I agree. It was a very long time. I get that it was like a two-on-one whatever, and like, you know, they, they did dastardly underhanded things, but... It was a really long time. It was, it was like, too long. It was, like, the whole match. It, basically. Except for, yeah, the, like, the hot tag, and then that was it. Yeah, Carmella was the hot tag, and then that was the end of that. It should have been the other way around. That would have made way more sense. Now you got it. you have to have Carmella look really strong going into her match. You have to show her as, like, the, like she's, like, dominant. Yeah, yeah, I, for, I forget that the, she's going for the, uh... The, the, the title. The title. Right, exactly. Um, so that, that's, yeah. that's that. What did Carmella use as a finisher? Was it the Bronco Buster thing? Doesn't, um, doesn't she use, like, a head scissors? Oh, oh, it's the, uh, yeah, she does a Bronco Buster thing, and then she does that, that like head scissor, um, like, tra- submission. Yeah, transition to submission. Yeah, yeah, it's that, I mean, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next? You're backstage with, uh, Balor and Milkasa. Oh, yeah, there's, oh, yeah, uh, there's, we have to do something about this. I thought, I thought that was funny, because he has an accent. <laughs> We don't take, speak like that here in America. Take that, Finn Balor, you handsome son of a bitch. And Becky Lynch, you gorgeous woman. <laughs> uh, he just says, okay, let's match. Let's wrestle. Yep. Anything? No, uh, it's... Yep. yep. Um, and then the main event. 
Samoa Joe kills Johnny Gargano. Gargano gets a little bit of offense. Uh, not a lot. It's kind of like some kick, some like enziguries and like a DDT. And then I like when he goes for the spear on Joe and Joe just fucking kicks his face in. Uh, and then Kokita Clutch out of nowhere. And that, that that's it. the end of the match. Yep. Uh, Samoa Joe, the most dominant motherfucker in NXT. I, I mean, he's got to win again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or does Corbin? What? No, uh, Sami Zayn does. And then... Sami Zayn's got to win that match. So he wins that match and then loses to Finn Balor? Probably. Alright. I just... I don't think that that is strong booking for anybody. Why not? Because you want Finn Balor to keep looking like your perennial heel who... Or I'm sorry, your perennial face who's like loved and everybody wants to like support him and push him up. And then you have his counterpart from a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then... Who do you root for in that match? Corbin's not ready for that spot. I'm not. I, I yeah. I guess, I guess that you have to put him close to to that title uh, match so that he can have that like like the the rub. Yeah, like that rub. He'll be next in line, but like it'll be Zane. I think. I don't see another way for it to really work. Yeah, I I, I think <laughs> if anything, you have. You have Zayn win. Mm-hmm. This is what would make sense to me. You have Zayn win. Mm-hmm. You have Zayn face Balor and like a run in or a disqualification, so that their match is like null. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Zayn ne- Zayn needs to win mm-hmm. so that he's a two time champion, mm-hmm. and then lose to somebody like Joe or Corbin, mm-hmm. and then that way Balor can chase one of them if they if he wants to. I can see, but. Otherwise, I feel like you're you're kind of booking yourself into a corner here because you have the obvious matchup, like you said, it's Zayn and and Balor, and I think they're too much of uh, of like all the way to the right faces to have a real feud that makes any sense. I can understand that. Um, I think Balor will turn heel probably by the time Takeover comes around because I think that's when Gallows and Anderson will probably get here. And then you have Balor Club or whatever the fuck. So that, I mean, that that's based on so much assumption and like nothing concrete. That's just like, here's what I think maybe mm-hmm. based on no information that I have. But guess what? It's Royal Rumble time. Yes, it is. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens have a really cool last man standing match where Kevin Owens gets tossed off the top rope through a whole bunch of tables. There's a fisherman's buster off uh, through a table. That like dirty deeds all over the place. Jesus Christ! This match was awesome. It was so much fun. Like it was cool. They beat the shit out of each other. This is how a last man standing match mm-hmm. should be. Mm-hmm. Not somebody gets pinned in a box so they can't get up. That's mm-hmm. not a last man standing. Right. That is a technicality. Yep. That's duct taping Batista to a ring post. <laughs> Hell yeah! Don't ever forget <laughs> that John Cena won a match because he duct taped Batista to a ring post. You have to win somehow. Last man standing. Yeah, put a man through two tables that he got pushed off of the top rope from. Yeah, that was cool. That's fucking believable. That was cool. And when he sold it later in the evening, that was yep. so fucking cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And he cool. even sold it the next night on Raw. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else happened in Royal Rumble? The women's match was good. Yeah, that was a really good match. Mm-hmm. That honestly, the, cr- the crowd is really hot for it. Oh, weird! When you tell a story about uh, your babyface trying to defeat your heel, who's dastardly, the crowd's really into it. But when you get back to basic storytelling, the crowd goes, "Wow, this is interesting." 
Weird. Doesn't have to be complicated. So, so weird. Just has to make sense. Uh, Becky Lynch loses. Sasha comes in, knocks Becky out of the ring, and then hits the bank statement on Charlotte, and uh, Sasha wants the championship. Hell yeah. That That's that. New U.S. champion in Kalisto. He beats Alberto Del Rio. Uh, tag team titles are retained. I'm so happy that they're retaining the titles. And then, I think that was it for the undercard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. Okay. What did you think of the Royal Rumble match? The Royal Rumble match was was a lot of fun, actually. I think that they had a good dynamic of people. They didn't bring somebody in like the fucking boogeyman like they did last year. <laughs> yeah. For a match that I wasn't excited about, mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, number one was Roman Reigns. Number two was Rusev. Rusev got eliminated pretty early. Roman Reigns beat the shit out of him. And then uh, number three was AJ Styles. The camera work was atrocious. It was so bad that WWE's YouTube channel released a video that said AJ Styles debut unseen footage of better camera angles. (laughs) From what I heard from Dirt Sheet stuff or whatever, the regular video team, like video crew was stuck in New York with the blizzard oh. and couldn't make it to Orlando. So they got this other crew. I don't know that that necessarily excuses the directing, but I, I, I give it a lot of credit for, you know, working with what you got. And I understand that for TV, what probably happened was the music hit and the Tron came up. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to cut to the Tron? Bullshit. Fuck that. Really? You would... You would. You, I'm just saying. 100% of the time, yes. 100% of the time, yes. You know what my favorite part of Chris Jericho's debut is in 1999? When the countdown happened, and then when it shows Jericho's name, it didn't show the Titan Tron, it was just a close-up on the rock. Oh, wait! No, it wasn't. It was the Titantron that revealed Jericho. Right, but that was on Raw during a longer segment, not during the Royal Rumble. Bullshit! There's a fucking countdown, and then the thing that says, I am phenomenal. What the fuck is the difference? What it... Please tell me what the difference is. You know what? I guess you're right, because I didn't see that it said, I am phenomenal, and if I would have seen that, that would have been cool. That's what his, his Titantron says, I am phenomenal. And when it said phenomenal, that's when the crowd popped. Yeah, they fucked that up. Never mind. They fucked it up back. so bad. Yeah, they, they did. I'm not being an agreeable friend here. I didn't know that they, it said I am phenomenal. That's bullshit. They fucked that up. So Roman, it's a close-up on Roman Reigns doing this. Huh? He looks winded after <sighs> eliminating one person. God, it sucked. Roman Fuck. Reigns in the Royal Rumble was the worst part of the Royal Rumble. I agree. Uh, so AJ Styles comes in, the crowd goes fucking insane, Mm -hmm. he faces off with, uh, Reigns, teases the Styles Clash, back and forth and back and forth, uh, who, oh, Tyler Breeze comes in next, hits a little bit of offense and then gets eliminated real fast. Yeah. Um, he got an entrance. Yeah. Hooray. With his pharaoh tights. Oh, yeah. I like his tights, actually. Chris Jericho is in that match for a really long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Luke Harper comes in. I'm trying to remember what happened. Luke Harper Luke Harper comes in. And at that point, Vince McMahon comes out with Alberto Del Rio, Rusev, and Sheamus. 
They all pull Roman Reigns out from under the ring, or from, like, the bottom rope, beat the shit out of him, throw him into the barricade, throw him into the steps, rip apart the announce table, put Roman Reigns on the announce table, and then Rusev splashes him through the table. Roman Reigns, this is the most insane thing. Roman Reigns gets carted to the back, except he stops halfway up the ramp, and then gets off the stretcher, and walks, not back into the match, to the back. If you can get up and walk, get the fuck back in the goddamn match. Defend your title. You're, you chicken shit piece of shit. Get back in the fucking match. Kevin Owens, who lost a last man standing match, dragged his body from backstage into the ring. Mm -hmm. He went through how many tables? Roman Reigns went through one. And walked... To the back. Again. Walked. To the back. Then. He comes back later in the match. <clears throat> After the Miz. Comes back in the match. Mm -hmm. the, the Miz is in the match. That is to say. He's made his entrance. And then gone directly to commentary. And then waits for his opportunity. Mm -hmm. To come back in. And attack and fight. You know who else did that? Roman Reigns. Yeah. Why? They... They shove your face in... Look at what this heel does. Can you believe it? And then the face does the same thing. It makes no fucking sense to have Roman Reigns walk to the back instead of walk back into the match. I agree. <clears throat> if you can get up then and you should be in the match. I don't... Especially, it made him look like... It made him look weak as fuck. I agree. It made him look like a huge pussy. Yep. Especially in a one-versus-all match, the whole point For of this... For his title! The whole point of this match, in my mind, going into this, I went, the whole point of this match is to make Roman Reigns look so strong because he's entering number one. Mm -hmm. He's going to get eliminated by number 30. Yep. I already fucking know it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. But he's going to be in the match the whole time, and that's going to give him the credibility that people have been, you know, not giving him in the past. I remember before this, before the Royal Rumble, you said, I think this is going to be a big credibility thing for Roman Reigns. That's what I thought it was about. Mm -hmm. They kept pushing one versus all, one versus all. That's his fucking, like, tagline. You're, you're like, he's going to outlast all these people or whatever, and it's going to be this thing like, can you believe Roman Reigns got that far and then got screwed? He didn't. He didn't at all. He it was, was booked so weird. His part of the match was disappointing. Mm -hmm. The rest of the Royal Rumble awesome. was so much fun. It was really, really great. It was entertaining. It was fun. It was like, like Kane wasn't in there for too long. Mm -mm. Neither was the big show. Mm -mm. I thought the whole wide angle in the in the yeah. Royal Rumble was a lot of fun. So let's see. What, what were the angles that happened? Uh, AJ Styles is in there. Kevin Owens comes in. They beat the shit out of each other. Kevin Owens... Eliminates AJ Styles and then taunts him. And I can't think of anyone better to have eliminated AJ Styles. Kevin Owens can eat that heat all day and fucking revel in yep. it. Yep. He, he won't get booed like Roman Reigns. The best part of Kevin Owens in the whole match, though, was Sami Zayn coming down. Because when Sami Zayn was coming down, this was the best camera work of the whole night. Uh -huh. It cut to Kevin Owens over and over, and Kevin Owens is like ripping his hair out. <laughs> he looked furious that Sami Zayn was here. Like pissed to all hell so good and then they went in and just beat the shit out of each other 
Yep. I thought that was great. We watched a Royal Rumble mm-hmm. where AJ Styles, uh-huh. Kevin Owens, uh-huh. Sami Zayn. Uh-huh. Who who else was in there from the Indies? I feel like there was Luke Harper, Luke Harper and Dean Ambrose. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. Really crazy. And they're and they're all like well, except for like Luke Harper, but like gonna be pretty pretty popular upper mid card guys. Yep. Well, I think Luke Harper is gonna be upper mid card for like a long I think he's gonna be Kane. He's Kane. He's like a serviceable big guy that you can put anywhere. Yeah. Um so Brock Lesnar comes in. He fucking cleans house. Dean Ambrose comes in and, and he's looking great through like this match. And I love that he and Owens go straight back for each other. Hell yeah. It's like, this is settled, guys. It's fine. Mm-mm. No. Nope. They beat the shit out of it's each other. It's not settled to them. No, and that makes not. it so much more fun to watch. Yep. Uh, I liked it. So that, you know, it. Uh, Royal Rumble I enjoy because I think people... I think there's times where people go like, well, you know, wrestling wise, there's not like a lot of wrestling in it. No, it's all story. Mm-hmm. And the story's always fun because it's always setting up for like the next thing and the next thing. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar comes in and fucking cleans house, destroys all the Wyatts and everything. You know, Bray comes in and the Wyatts come back in the match and they beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar and then eliminate him, setting up for Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Everything's all about setting up your next feud, setting up like where your program's going. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. I, I thought that was cool. Uh, 29 is Sheamus. Oh, wait, hang on. 27 is... Oh, who was, le- who was number 27, which was like the biggest number? Because that's like one of the most Royal Rumbles or something. I don't remember who 27 was. 28 was Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Or was twenty seven Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, either way, I think it's I think Dolph Ziggler was twenty seven. You might be right, and I uh, think Sheamus was twenty eight. Sheamus was twenty nine, and because Triple H was thirty, yeah, um, because that's when, uh, what's his name, Roman Reigns comes in and rawr, I'm Roman Reigns, yeah, and uh, so Roman Reigns back in the match, and Triple H is in the match, and Triple H and Roman Reigns have a face off, and they both kind of like beat the shit out of people around them. And then they start eliminating people, and then Triple H eliminates Roman Reigns, and the crowd goes wild. They cheered for the heel. It was so great. It's all backwards. It's all backwards. First good Royal Rumble in yep. three years. Oh, that's right. The chat said no mention of R-Truth. R-Truth had a great spot where he came in, and he grabbed a ladder, and then he set up a ladder, went to the top, and reached, looked up and reached up and said, where's the briefcase? You're beautiful. My bad. Uh, he's hey oh, hey God. you know what never really had much of a gimmick or whatever you know he yells what's up whatever crazy our truth is fun as shit going up to the top of a ladder in a royal i've never seen a ladder in a royal rumble match neither have i it's great everybody in the match Where's has no the, ev- idea what he's doing nobody everyone was like up and like watching him and going what the fuck <laughs> great where's the briefcase great uh kofi's spot this year was landing on biggie's shoulders and then they walked around the outside of the ring, and Kofi Kingston grabbed somebody's soda and drank from it. That was funny. Uh, so Triple H and uh, Reigns fighting each other, eliminates Reigns. The last two in the match are Ambrose and Triple H. Ambrose is cheered so much harder than Roman Reigns, it's crazy. 
And then Triple H eliminates Dean Ambrose. I mean, Ambrose gets some fucking offense Yeah, in. he does. Also, he does his rebound clothesline, and they call it the wacky line. Boy, I hope that name doesn't stick. Jesus. Uh, if I was Dean Ambrose, I'd be backstage going, never fucking call it that again. Don't ever call it the uh, wacky I mean, not, line. I, I would be going up to anyone who was holding a pen yeah. going, whoever wrote that, fuck you. I'll fucking kill you. You never call it the wacky line again. Such a dumb name. Period. Call it the rebound clothesline. Call it what you don't. You do not call it the wacky line. The wacky line. The fucking wacky line. Get the fuck out. Lunatic lariat. Somebody just wrote that in the chat. Perfect. Hey, hey. I don't even like it. It's leaps and bounds better than the wacky line. What the fuck I, is is that a pun? That I thought I, I misheard them. The wacky line. What the fuck? What the fuck does that mean? What know. the fuck does wacky line mean? I would imagine that it's a... What the fuck does wacky line mean? It's gotta be some old reference that we don't get. Wacky line! So Triple H is your new champion in 2016. Yep. Uh, talk to people at work about that. A lot of people going, why? Excellent question. That's a very good question. <clears throat> Which takes us into Raw. I gotta throw this pen away. Um, open of the match, the authority comes out and cuts a promo, blah blah. Stephanie says Triple H works harder than anyone on the roster. Which made me so, just laugh so fucking hard. Hey, you fucking dorks, y'all suck. Triple H rules, which is a great heel thing. Except when you say stuff, he works harder than anyone else on the roster. Just, it's such like a, like a shitty, just ugh. Ugh. Triple H is, is here and he's the champ. Uh, Triple H says Vince McMahon is God and wrestling, is, and he's a wrestling Muslim. Uh, wrestling is his religion, and if you don't agree with that, He's got two words for you. Go away. Go to hell. Uh, they're going to announce the main event for Fastlane later tonight. They're going to evaluate all the current talent on Raw. They're going to evaluate all the talent on Raw tonight. Everyone who wrestles on Raw, all these matches are important because you're showing off for the bosses to get in the main event exactly. of Fastlane. Mm -hmm. And whoever wins the main event of Fastlane, they get a title shot at WrestleMania. There you go. That, so everything's important. Ziggler versus Owens. This is a good match. This it is was. a fun TV match. Yep. Opens with a super kick straight away by Ziggler. There's a Famouser, then a Cannonball miss in the corner, a Splash miss in the corner, a German suplex, then a super kick and a kick out. Awesome sequence. Uh, top row battles. Dolph Ziggler gets crotched. Then he uh, falls backwards. And then I wrote, hit the ropes, pop up, powerbomb, go home. And then that's what happened. Kevin Owens wins. I thought this was a pretty good match. I thought it was good for like the amount of time they were given and everything. Yeah. Uh, JoJo backstage interviews Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns says, "Let them let them know I'm here, and I will see the announcement later." Okay, cool. Hell yeah, good good promo, man. Where'd I go? Social Outcasts. They call out Flow Rider. Uh, it's my favorite segment of the whole night. Heath Slater says, "Stay there, so I don't beat you up." And then Bo Dallas says, "Yeah, you heard him. Get in the ring." What? What? <laughs> so, Flo Rider versus Bo Rider in a rap battle. That, that Bo Rider absolutely wins. A hundred percent. Like, Flo Rider sucked and said Dudleyville, and then the Dudleys came out. Bo Dallas rules. He is in brand new gear. He's wearing a singlet. He's wearing a singlet and one knee pad. Can't tell if he's wearing a singlet because he's gained weight, or, or it, because, it, it has to be that, or because he just wants to look like a piece of shit. 
I don't. It's got. It's got to be both. I love it. Bo and Curtis Axel against the Dudleys. Bo does the bow train on the outside, which is just his lap, but with all of uh, the social outcasts in tow. There's uh, Heat on Bubba Ray, Hot Tag to uh, Devon. He runs wild on Axel. Flo, uh, Flo Rider throws uh, Heath Slater into the ring. They hit a was-up headbutt, headbutt, and then they do the uh, 3D on Curtis Axel. That's the end of that match. Yep. AJ Styles, I almost said Joey Styles interview. AJ Styles interview backstage. Jericho interrupts, and he says... Welcome to the big leagues, kid. AJ Styles is 38 years old. Really? AJ Styles wow. is 38 years old. He looks great. I mean, I know he dyes his hair, but... He was called kid by dad. <laughs> How old is Jericho? Like 45? I don't... Like, there's gotta be like only seven years of difference. <laughs> yeah, right? I, that guy was so weird. Jericho versus Styles. This is a dream match. I'm so excited for this match. And then gravely disappointed oh once they get into it. The first two thirds of this match were were like miscue, like bullshit. Yep. Really sloppy. Very not what I had expected from these two. Because we had been talking earlier in the day, and we were like, "Wow, yeah, Jericho's gonna face Styles." Oh, it's always cool to watch Jericho wrestle somebody that he wants to wrestle because he always brings out his A-game. I don't know what was going on in terms of the calling in this match between the two guys, and it was, like, really tough to watch. Yeah. Um, I, there was a lot of stuff online with people going, like, AJ Styles looks so small compared to Chris Jericho. He looked in so much better shape than Chris Jericho it was gross to look at Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like, Jericho even, doesn't even look bad. No, 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 no. But we were watching it, and I'm like, man, AJ Styles looks kind of, uh, not small, but like, he's in shape. And then our friend Andrew was like, yeah, Jericho's like beefy. Like, beefy. Mm-hmm. And I went, yeah, but he's really, he's not, but man, he really looks fucking beefy compared to AJ Styles. Yeah. AJ Styles is just very like, he's lean. He is, he's very lean. So that that was interesting. This match is just mis like miscommunication after miscommunication. I hope they really have a rematch because uh, this was a bummer. Y two J hits his drop his apron drop kick. Everyone looks lost in this match. AJ hits the fireman's carry to neckbreaker, which is uh, I think Hiroki Goto's finish mm-hmm. in New Japan, which was interesting. Jericho hits a Northern Lights, points the toes. There's a springboard forearm which looked really good. Hurricanrana into the walls of Jericho. Uh, which got the crowd way into this. Uh, AJ gets to the ropes. Hits a Pele kick. He misses a splash off the top rope. Jericho hits the lion salt, but hits the knees instead. There's a roll-up by Y2J, but then there's a reversal to the roll-up by Styles. It was a weird reversal, because, like, you're supposed to roll back, but he didn't... He, like, kicked his shoulders up and then rolled back. Yeah. So, they've been teasing the Styles clash, and everyone, uh, for, like, the last two days, has been going, why won't they let him do it? How co- what, are they saving it for WrestleMania? He's not going to hit it until then? Hey, Brian. Hey, spoilers, guys. Here's some spoilers. You ready for spoilers? He hits it on SmackDown. So shut the fuck up. Like, there was a guy on Facebook that wrote, Why won't WWE let AJ Styles hit the Styles Clash? And I just wrote, It's been one full day. It's so true. It's one day. What are you going to do at the Royal Rumble? He debuted... In the Royal Rumble, and by the time Raw came around and his match was over, it had been 
24 hours. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, he's... Oh, I think, yeah, I I mean, even, like, I heard, like, even Meltzer was saying, well, I I think people probably misquoted him, saying, like, yeah, maybe they're saving it for WrestleMania. I can't imagine that Dave Meltzer actually said they're saving it for WrestleMania. There's no... He probably threw it out as, like, a, hey, you know, maybe, but, like, I he it was probably quickly followed up with, but probably not. Yeah. And then he hit it on SmackDown against Curtis Axel, so there you go. It's just it you didn't need to use it, so why Yep. Why use it? There you go. There you have it. Uh there's a, a post match there's a handshake and it's held a little bit too long and then uh Chris Jericho pulls him in for a kiss, but they don't kiss. They should have kissed. <clears throat> Sasha versus Becky. Match is slow to begin. Becky hits an exploder, rope hung knees by Sasha. There's a suplex block and a roll through into an arm bar by Becky. I love that spot. And then Sasha hits the bank statement out of nowhere. As soon as she locks in the big statement, Charlotte comes in and attacks uh, Sasha, throws out Becky, and uh, beats shit out of Sasha, and it's a no contest, and and Sasha is laid out, and Becky's laid out, and Charlotte looks strong. Love it. I love that this this title has more going for it than almost any other title on the show. (laughs) The the Divas shit right now is like the best storyline. So much fun. Yep. Really excited. I hope it's a women's triple threat match at WrestleMania. That'd be so cool. That'd That'd be be really cool. Goldust and R-Truth segment where uh, Goldust is great and he's looking for a partner and R-Truth says, R-Truth is not gay. He is absolutely not gay. Goldust was not going for that though. Partners in wrestling. He wants a a tag team partner. So maybe this is a Stardust thing because I don't think he's actually on team with R-Truth. Bray Wyatt versus Kane in seven minutes. Uh, Bray Wyatt hits a miss. Uh, here he misses a senton. The only reason I wrote that down is because it made our friend Andrew laugh. <laughs> uh, the crowd doesn't give a fuck about this match, and they start chanting for guys who are dressed up in costumes in the front row. Uh, Macho Man and the Hulk and uh, Undertaker. And, Undertaker. Yeah. and uh, security escorts them away or something because everybody starts booing. So, I don't know. Sister Abigail and the post-match beat down to Kane uh, after the match. Brad Kane's back. Guys, Kane is back. In pog form. Simpsons. Uh, there you go. Rich Brennan is backstage. And he's... And he's wait, who's in the... Who's in the limo? Who's in the limo? Who's in the limo? It's The Miz. Fuck. Hey, it's me, The Miz. Hello. I haven't been here in three weeks. Hello, it's me, The Miz. And then a giant truck pulls in, and it's The Rock. On cocaine. The Rock on Cocaine pulls a monster truck into a wrestling parking lot and then starts going, hey, 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 hey. Holy shit. That's what cocaine is. Gotta calm down. He's on like, he's on like 10 five-hour energies. Yeah. The Rock is here and so is Dwayne Johnson. He always talks about how he wakes up at like 3.30 in the morning and by the time they tape this, you know, it's like nine at night, whatever. He's tired, but like, Jesus fucking Christ. God damn, man. He was he was just yayed out, dude. And like, and like I I've never seen him be so like chipper. Oh, it was so much. Uh he runs into Rick Ross. Hey Rick Ross, it's me the Rock. Hello. Why is Rick Ross there? Hey, the big show. Did you remember that one time when in the Royal Rumble we got tossed out and then my feet hit first and then but really uh, I won and you lost. Yeah. Well, the director of Scorpion King said whoever won that Royal Rumble was going to be his movie, and it was me, and I won. So just think about it. You could have had my life. Big Show cries and breaks a laptop. Beautiful. Beautiful. 
Pat Patterson's there. Yep. Not a Razor laptop, though. Think about it. Uh, He walks by uh, Lana, and he talks about uh, doing it and doing sex. And uh, the internet was very upset. That's okay. It's the internet. Uh, And uh, the best part of all this is when he's saying all these things, and he goes, uh, and then Rusev walks up behind him, and he goes, oh, we were hey, Rusev, hey, we are just talking about you. Sort of. (laughs) Rusev is just staring bullets. Just fucking just at Lana. daggers through Lana. Doesn't, doesn't care that The Rock nope. is there, just nope. staring yep. through him. And then uh, The Rock walks by, Pat Patterson, that's great, and then he stands at Gorilla, and he walks out for a promo. Uh, he's in the ring cutting a promo, and he goes, oh, we're going to go off script. And then he uh, interviews The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, and a guy dressed like The Rock. And uh, the Hulk Hogan guy is so fucking drunk, or so fucking high, that like, he, calls he, can't, him. he can't even, like, form a sentence, and The Rock just goes, the weed's good in Miami, and everybody goes, yeah! He said the thing we do! <laughs> he says the thing we do. Um, this segment was about half an hour long. Yeah, it was. The, and, and you know what? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the New Day interrupts, and I really liked it. This was a great segment. Um, they are just fucking giving it to The Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rock says... You're wearing llama penises on your head, and I'm like, oh, that's well, whatever. And then the crowd immediately starts chanting llama penis, and the new day is losing their mind. I I love it. They they get into a hush tuddle and they go, llama penis, llama penis, llama penis. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say penis. 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 Loved it. Um, the rock says that Biggie Langston looks like if the Hulk banged Urkel. <laughs> and it's so true it's it's, inc- it's so true it's incredibly he, true he looks like the he looks like the spawn of the two it's it, so it's good it's really good uh the new day goes to leave but the usos stop him biggie gets tossed in the ring eats a rock bottom kofi gets tossed in the ring eats a super kick gets tossed out woods goes into the ring he gets double super kicked and then a people's elbow and the rocks so see you at wrestlemania and then okay everyone goes okay and that's it uh, Total Divas match. Bree and Alicia against Natty and Paige. Uh, hot tag to Paige, and I put it in quotes. Uh, Alicia hit a head scissors that looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a PTO, but a kick to the head breaks it up. And then there's a discus line by uh, Natty. And Paige hits the rampage on Bree. One, two, three. Post-match, Bree gets carried all the way back up the ramp by Alicia Fox. Which was the highlight of this match. She Brie looked like, like she was like holding like the back of her head and looked like so hurt and upset. And Alicia Fox was holding her like a baby. It was, it, it was like very a three year old who's done at the zoo. It was very <laughs> excellent analogy. Um, Kalisto versus the Miz. I like this match. Yeah, head scissors and dives. Uh, Kalisto gets his dragon tail ripped off the back of his mask. Uh, Miz hits a top rope double axe handle. Kalisto hits a rally. Uh, his cur- his Hurricanrana gets blocked into a DDT. The skull crushing finale gets re- reversed into Salida Del Sol, and that's the end of the match. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Main event time: Reigns versus Ambrose. Our stream for some reason started halfway through this match. It was coming back from commercial, and Reigns was already in a headlock. And I went, "This is fine." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't need to see anything else. Hot tag to Ambrose. He dives all over the place. Uh, Barrett and Alberto Del Rio interfere. Ambrose gets tossed into the barrier a lot mm-hmm. by Rusev. Uh, there's a clothesline on the outside. 
uh, by Dean Ambrose, his wacky line. He does the wacky line on the outside. Hot tag to Roman Reigns. Samoan drop on the outside. A broke kick, but Ambrose makes the save. And then Roman Reigns hits the spear for the win. Post-match, Reigns and Ambrose powerbomb Rusev through a table. It looked great. French announced table. Yep. Why was there a French announced table? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, Stephanie comes out and announces the Fastlane main event. It's Ambrose versus Reigns versus Lesnar. Winner goes to WrestleMania. Here are my problems. One, guys, we're going to evaluate all the talent here tonight to let you know who's going to be in the main event. Brock Lesnar is not there. Paul Heyman is not there. What the fuck? I, I don't get it. And my other problem, your whole opening promo is... We took the title away from Roman Reigns. Isn't it so great that we took the title away from Roman Reigns? He's nothing now. We took the title from him. All right, Roman Reigns. Here's your chance to have another title shot. Because you put somebody through a table. Why? Why would you not? But why would Stephanie not come out and book Ambrose versus Lesnar? At the very least. Just that. And Roman Reigns is out there, and he's pissed, and Ambrose is like, you know, like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh, that's crazy. Reigns grabs a mic, and he goes, Steph, I know you don't want to give me my due. I know that you you and your family, you have it out for me, but I'm the rightful WWE champion, and I still have my rematch for the title that I lost, that I was screwed out of. And she goes, oh, you want your rematch? You think it's just that easy? Pro- oh, no, you have to prove yourself. This is now a triple threat match. Like... Why was that not? Just made that up. Yeah. Why was that not the thing? The, the odds are stacked against Roman Reigns. He I doesn't don't have get to it. be pinned to lose. Like somebody in the chat just said, "I guess it's because of his rematch clause." They didn't fucking say that. They didn't say that. No. If they would have said that at the if beginning they of the show, if they would have said it any time in the show, yeah, it would have been fine. They, they didn't, didn't. They didn't. They didn't at all. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. I thought. I thought for a Raw that was so much fun mm-hmm. throughout the whole it show. It ended like such a dud. I, I was texting Eric throughout the day. It, it really felt like, hey, we're going to we're gonna make like, we're going to blow a balloon up. They blow the balloon up and immediately pop it. Yep. It's like, hey, look at this balloon. Popped. Oh, so none of this mattered. Yep. The entire show was erased by the fact that, th- that she came in there and just went, yeah, Dean Ambrose, uh, you're in it. And uh, Brock Lesnar, who had no agent, yep. had no presence. Mm-hmm. You're in it, and the guy that we hate is also in it. Why did they put him in it? It doesn't make any sense. Storyline-wise, it makes no sense. I, I was really enjoying Raw, and then mm-hmm. it just, like, fucking stick in the mud. The, it's like, what like what murky, like, motivation for, like, your main bad guys? It just doesn't... I don't get yeah. it. I don't. Whatever. But that's it! Episode 93 of The Go Home Show. It's in the book. Brian, we did like our time. We did all right. We're a little over, but that's not too bad. Not bad. Uh, If you guys want to get a hold of us, it's pretty easy. Email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com. On Twitter, at gohomeshow. Facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, which we never really use anymore. Uh, Thegohomeshow.tumblr.com. You can leave us a five-star rating on, uh, hang on, wait, Twitter, iTunes, uh, and just say like, wow. What, this is the wacky line of professional wrestling podcasts. Just tweet at Meltzer that. <laughs> there were no scoops this week. There weren't. I'm, that's crazy. That's a scoop in itself, I think. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> if you guys want to watch the video version of this, you can. YouTube.com slash Mega64. 
you can also go to oh, youtube.com slash Eric Bedore. There you go. <clears throat> you can go to youtube.com slash Mega64 and watch a brand new video that just went up. It's cool. How about that? Uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash Mega64podcast where we stream this live every Tuesday at 7.45 a.m. So uh, that'll do it. For the Go Home Show, I'm Eric and Brian. Do you have any, and this is Brian and Brian, do you have any uh, fine words for these fine feathered friends uh, uh, That before we go? Yeah, I wrote, I wrote it in my other notebook. I just have to go home. Oh, bye, man.